0: You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. The National Rifle Association, the NRA, they are declaring bankruptcy and they're moving to Texas where they can have some more freedom. Let's jump on in. But before we do, my name is Sean Reynolds. If you're new, I own a couple of real estate companies. I'm a real estate guy that reads the news that you want to hear. All right, let's go. National Realist, uh, National Rifle Association said Friday that it has filed for bankruptcy. And is moving to Texas, where the organization has 400,000 members. Not shocking, is it? No, not shocking. Texas and guns kind of go hand in hand. Although you could say that about a lot of the Southwest states. Just, I mean, you had to have them back in the day, right? I guess you kind of had to have them here in Seattle, I don't know. You just didn't have shootouts at the OK Corral here in Seattle, right? You're fighting off the Indians or something like that or a bear or something because we're the Pacific Northwest and we've got crazy wild animals here. The NRA is currently based out of New York, where State Attorney uh, where state attorney General Letitia James has filed a lawsuit alleging financial crimes by the NRA's top officials and is seeking to disband the organization. So we got a lot going on here. You got a lawsuit against them saying, "Uh uh-uh, you guys did some funny stuff with your money. Uh Uh-uh, we don't like that. Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection stops all court and legal proceedings regarding debt or collection, while an organization restructures its debts. In May of 2020, the NRA, which says it has 5 million members, laid off dozens of employees and shut down fundraising and its national convention amid the coronavirus pandemic. Now, that's not really all that newsworthy. A lot of companies have shed employees. A lot of companies have done stuff that they normally, you know, that they normally would have done, like their national convention. Are we ever having conventions again? Is that even going to be a thing? Are we ever flying to where there's a convention? I know I was in Maui and when was that? November. Somebody came in after me, stayed at one of the really nice hotels just south of me in Maui. And man, there was a lot of backlash to that. Whatever uh, people high up in that organization, they, had their, they went ahead and had their convention thing at uh, – you know, on Maui, and people are like, "What are you doing? You're traveling during the pandemic. We can't have that. That's not acceptable. You might spread the Rona." So that happens. Are we ever doing conventions again? I don't know. I think it's going to be a while, right? I think it really is. We're going to have these, you know, virtual conventions. This stuff just drives me crazy. I know it's important because it's all you got. But still, there's really something to be said for sitting in an auditorium and hearing somebody talk and being able to talk with other people right there instead of, all right, let me hit the stop button so I can go to the bathroom and get a snack and I'll come back and we'll just pretend that this is normal and live and, you know, it's just kind of what we're doing. The fundraising pause and the lack of a national convention in a presidential election year was a huge financial setback for the organization although Americans bought a record number of guns in 2020. And that's part of this podcast is that I think a lot of people are looking around going, Oh, my gosh, I have never really considered a, owning a gun. And yet, this kind of seems like the political climate where it might not be a bad idea to have just 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 one gun, just a small handgun. Just something I can fit in my purse if you're a woman or a guy ah oh, just something I can you know holster on my back on my waist just out of the way but have it in case I need to defend myself from the enemy forces that are all around us that's kind of the, the that's that's the thought I'm getting from a lot of people in you know, the beginning of 2021 here, I think it was way worse right before the election. I think a lot of that had people just going, Oh, my gosh, what is going on? Do I need a gun? I don't know. It's wild times, right? The NRA said it is restructuring in a state that values the contributions of the NRA, celebrates our law abiding members, and will join us as a partner in upholding constitutional freedom. The NRA has been based out of New York since its inception in 1871. That's got to be one of the United States' longest standing organizations, right? It just does. That's a crazy long time. Texas Governor Greg Abbott tweeted the news and wrote, Welcome to Texas, a state that safeguards the Second Amendment. So it really feels like people are, you know, aligning a couple of different directions here. And one of them is... Do you believe in guns? I believe in guns, but not necessarily handguns for running around with concealed weapons permits. I mean, I'm a little, that's a little outside of my thing, my thinking. Should people have guns? Well, yeah, I mean, it it is our Second Amendment right, but it doesn't mean that everybody needs to run around with a gun I don't know. I have a bunch of guns. I have rifles and, um, you know, 30 odd six shotgun and 22s. I don't don't have any handguns. All all of my guns have been for hunting or target practice or not shooting other human beings, which is basically what handguns are for. If you try and make the argument otherwise, I think that's a difficult one. Yep, I went hunting with my pistol for a ah, okay. All right. If that's your thing. That's your thing. And you make that argument. But I'm kind of I kind of view the nine millimeter pistol as a uh, piece of protection and or take somebody else out. That's just kind of the way I see it. Meanwhile, the president of Every Town for Gun Safety, one of the largest organizations dedicated to reducing gun violence, called the NRA's move an attempt to escape legal culpability for years of financial mismanagement and illegal self-dealing. Do we have shenanigans going on at the NRA? It certainly sounds like it. But let's hear let's hear their response. This desperate maneuver is a de facto admission of guilt, said John Feinblatt in a statement. He's basically saying, "Hey, they're declaring bankruptcy and moving somewhere else. That means they're guilty." No, I don't think it does, but it certainly doesn't look good, does it? It's not a good look. Yeah, we know we're in some trouble, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to shut down here, declare bankruptcy. We're going to pop up over there. All is going to be well because guess what? We really need to get out of of this state. This state has given us some hassles. They're suing us for financial mismanagement and a bunch of other stuff, which we deny 100%. We know that we've got some issues, but those aren't the issues that we have. Plus, we just kind of want to move to Texas. Seems like everybody wants to move to Texas, doesn't it? It kind of feels that way. Or is it just us stuck up here in the upper left Pacific Northwest of the USA, and everybody else is going to Texas? And we're like, don't forget about us. Hey, we're we're up here. We're not crazy liberals. We're still here. It's what it kind of feels like, ah, oh, you're moving to, oh, you're going to oh, you're getting a you're getting a rental property in Texas or Arizona or maybe Florida. You're leaving Washington. That's the bottom line. A lot of people are. But a lot of people come in here for jobs. I had that conversation with uh, one of my brokers the other day. It was like, "Hey, you know what? For every 3 people that come into to the Seattle area, to leave. That is still in migration. In migration, you got more people coming in than you got people leaving. And people think, oh, people are leaving Portland, they're leaving Seattle in droves. Some people are leaving, but there's more people coming in, believe it or not. And they're coming into the greater area. They're not coming into the areas where all the protests have happened, the downtown urban areas that they're not going into the studio and one bedroom condos. Let's put it that way. And I can tell you that as a managing broker, that is the truth. That is what's going on. You got more people coming in, but they're going out to the suburbs for the most part. James filed a lawsuit in August in New York that alleged the NRA and four of its top executives mismanaged funds and violated state and federal laws, resulting in the loss of more than $64 million for the organization in a span of three years. Senior leaders, James claims, misused millions from the NRA's coffers on trips to the Bahamas, private jets, luxury hotels, and fine dining. Now, the NRA is going to come back, back and say, hey, those, we had a convention in Bahamas. We had a senior leadership trip to the Bahamas. That's a legitimate expense. We had private jets. Well, wow, no, none of us really want to fly on you know, regular commercial airlines, so we you know we took a private jet and those cost money, so we had to use money there. Luxury hotels, well, we had to stay somebody somewhere when we're on our conference, right? So we picked a hotel that was suitable to our lifestyles along with the fine dining that come with that. Could they have spent 64 million dollars on that in the span of three years? Yeah, I mean that's a strong effort. But, you know, $64 million loss, that that culminates more than just the Bahamas, private jets, luxury hotels, and fine dining. There's probably some other questionable things in there. Or maybe they just had a bad run of three years, business-wise. I don't really know. We could dig into this further. But what I think is interesting is we're out of here. We're going to Texas. The NRA's president denied the allegations at the time, calling the lawsuit... Oh, you're going to be shocked at this one. I know you're going to be shocked. A baseless, premeditated attack on our organization. So now if an organization gets attacked for oh, maybe some, you know, maybe, some, maybe there is some truth to the financial mismanagement in there. It doesn't sound good, does it? They're going to have to work this all out in court or however. You got the state suing you and you're going to have to answer some questions there. But um, a baseless premeditated attack on our organization, NRA, they get attacked all the time, right? I mean, they're probably the biggest organization out there by far that deals in gun support. I mean, way and far. They're probably one of the biggest organizations, I think, period, aren't they? I don't know their numbers, but if, if they've got 5 million people, I'd, I'd have a hard time coming up with another group that's bigger than that do they really have 5 million people? That's a lot of folks. The NRA said Friday that there would be no immediate changes to NRA's operations or workforce. It's funny how that works, right? Hey, we're just reorganizing, reorganizing, need to ditch a little debt here, we need to get rid of this debt. And then we're going to reopen down in Texas. So Pretty big, uh, pretty big endeavor for the NRA, especially considering they've been in New York for that long. That is a massive change. So we see this all the time where a company declares bankruptcy and they're like, yeah, we just need to lighten our corporate debt. It's going to be fine. We're going to be okay. The NRA's operations or workforce will have no immediate changes. Well, when you're declaring bankruptcy, just about everything changes one way or the other. And um, you either got to get to that point where you are solvent and your business is moving forward because there's only so many times you can claim bankruptcy and a judge will go, "Mm, yeah, you guys are repeat offenders. No, we're not going down that road anymore. You guys need to get your management squared away. need to get your financial squared away because you are basically just hosing all the people that you owe debt to. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what the numbers look like when the NRA does officially file for bankruptcy. They're just basically stating it here. But it also might just be a reorganization effort to get around whatever lawsuits they've got going on. Um, Plus, I can't blame them for really just wanting to go to Texas. I mean, everybody else is there and they've already got such a stronghold as far as members and... um, Even though, you know, Texas reminds me of a place that used to need to have firearms because you're so far out that you don't really have any police protection and or coverage unless you go into the small towns. So if you're far out and you need to defend yourself, yeah, okay. But now so many of the people that are in Texas that are claiming, I've got to have a gun, you know, they're living in suburbs. They are living in cookie cutter developments. They're living in condos. And yet the same attitude is there, right? I got to have a gun. It's my Second Amendment right. That's what we're doing. That's what I'm going for. And they support the NRA to to no end. I am not a member of the NRA. I I know many of our viewers slash listeners, they are members of the NRA. It's just never really been a major thing for me. But as more and more chaos pops up, yeah, I'm considering. I mean, this, this Christmas, I was like, maybe maybe i should get a handgun and maybe i'll get one for the girlfriend too because you know her mom's got a gun her mom's got a concealed weapons permit ah oh, we 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 just you know let's just go down that road it wouldn't be a bad idea to have that handgun and then i'm like uh, ah yeah, it sounds like a lot of work a lot of responsibility and Then am I that guy who has the gun in the safe and his ammo somewhere else? Or I keep a loaded gun. I mean, you need to have a a gun loaded for protection, right? I mean, no way around that. If if you have your shell somewhere else and I wear contacts or I wear glasses, if I don't have those and if I wake up and there's some guy in the room and I reach for a gun, I don't know what I'm going to shoot. I mean, that's just bottom line, I will shoot anything, but probably the perpetrator coming through the door, shoot myself, shoot somebody else, I don't know, shoot the cat. But I mean, the whole thing is, you got to have your gun loaded and ready to go. Do I want to have that in my house? Uh, I guess right now I don't because I haven't made the effort to go out and get a gun. But if I did, would I join the NRA? Mm, I don't know, is it necessary? It is. Is it an organization that you know, helps you out if you've got a gun. I think it certainly helps out for gun gun rights, right? Because that is their main thing is making sure people continue to have their Second Amendment right, which is the right to bear arms. However, that is in 2021. I think you're going to see more and more stuff on this because people are freaking out. And they're like, yeah, we don't want chop or Chaz or the protests to come to our neighborhood, even though, some of that did go on this past summer. I know um, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, I think they had a little walk towards the Seattle Police Chief Carmen Best's home up in Linwood, which was north of downtown Seattle by, I don't know, call it half an hour, call it 40 minutes. They're literally walking towards the chief of police home. And it's like, ah, uh, if I'm just a regular citizen, And I've got this kind of stuff coming at me. Maybe a gun isn't a bad call. I don't know. I'm not quite there yet, but a handgun anyway. The other guns, yeah, but do I keep them loaded? No. What do you guys do? Let me know in the comments. Because the whole gun thing to me is kind of like, well, when I need it, it'll probably be too late because I'll be like, damn, I should have gone to the gun store. Ah, kicking myself. But by then, it's too late, right? So I don't know. I don't know what we're all going to do. But one thing for certain, as this story continues with the NRA filing for bankruptcy, moving to Texas, I'll report it to you right here on the Seattle Real Estate Broad- Podcast. I almost said broadcast. People a lot of times say, hey, good broadcast. And I'm like, thanks, podcast. It's Actually, if you're watching this on YouTube, you are watching a vodcast video podcast, I know. What genre are you talking about, Sean? Nobody cares. Read the news. For right now, I'm done. So thanks for being here. I'd love to have you subscribe. I will catch up with you guys on the next vodcast slash podcast slash broadcast. Bye for now. See you then. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.